Breaking news this morning, Comanchero bikey boss Mark Buddle has just appeared in a Melbourne court. Jade Vincent is outside Magistrates Court this morning for us. Good morning to you, Jade. Now, Buddle was extradited for overnight from Darwin. What do we know? Sally, Federal Police chartered a flight from Darwin into Melbourne to transfer the fugitive bikey boss in the early hours of this morning. This was a top secret mission amid security concerns. They then brought Mark Buttle here to the Melbourne Magistrates Court to face two charges relating to his alleged involvement in the importation of $40 million worth of cocaine into Australia in May last year. The 37-year-old was flanked by two prison guards in the dock. It appeared like he was looking around the courtroom to see if there were any supporters, but there weren't any, just AFP officers who appeared pretty happy to see one of Australia's most wanted men finally behind bars in Australia. Uh, Mark Buttle made no application for bail today and he was told he would remain in custody on remand until November. We spoke to his lawyer, Stephen Zarr, outside court. Let's take a listen to him. Mr Zarr, how's your client doing? Oh, not too bad for or the long flight that he's just come back from. Are there fears for his safety while in custody? Uh, I can't comment on that. I've got no information in relation to that. These are two Commonwealth offences, Sally, and they carry maximum penalties of life behind bars. We'll wait to hear more when Mark Buttle returns to court in November. All right, thank you very much for the update, Jade. A suspected gunman is in custody over the murders of three people on a cattle farm in North Queensland. The couple and their son were killed in the shooting rampage. No charges have been laid. Rosanna Kingston reports. Police have been speaking to five people overnight. They believe there's no ongoing danger to the public. The sole survivor, Ross Ty, is in a serious but stable condition. He was brought here to Mackay Base Hospital with a gunshot wound to the stomach and underwent emergency surgery overnight. He managed to flee Sutherland Station at Bogie, west of Bowen in North Queensland, where the shooting occurred yesterday morning and raised the alarm. Three people were found dead at the scene, family members Marie and Merv Schwarz and brother Graham Ty. Police said up an exclusion zone and a manhunt began. The person who's been nominated for that offence is with us here in custody. Uh, we don't, we haven't pressed any charges at this point in time while our investigations are ongoing. Neighbours say there had been disputes over boundary lines surrounding the property. There are multiple crime scenes that police are guarding and investigations continue. The federal government is taking the next step in creating a powerful new renewable energy, energy industry. Rather, It follows the passage of the climate change bill through the House of Representatives yesterday. Let's bring in our political reporter, Jennifer Beshwati. Uh, morning to you, Jen. What exactly are the details? Good morning, Sally. Well, it's all got to do with offshore wind projects. The federal government today announced six regions where those projects could be developed. The first is in the Bass Strait off the Gippsland area. Public consultation on that will begin immediately. Also in the Pacific Ocean off the Hunter and Illawarra in New South Wales, the Southern Ocean in Portland, Victoria, and the Indian Ocean region off Perth, Bunbury in Western Australia. Now, Energy Minister Chris Bowen says not only does this reduce emissions and ensure the lights stay on, but it also creates jobs. An offshore wind is expected to create 3,000 to 8,000 jobs a year uh, when it's up and running across Australia. And meanwhile, the Prime Minister has this morning dismissed claims by the Deputy Opposition Leader that he was being disrespectful towards her. It follows this so-called gesture made during Parliament yesterday. The Prime Minister says Susan Lee is being hypocritical. 
I don't mind the rough and tumble of Parliament. No woman in this place does. What I don't like is the hypocrisy and the shooing motion. In other words, sit down and shut up is just not something you see in any modern workplace. I dismiss uh, the, uh, the, the comments as, uh, as being totally uh, hypocritical. Uh, given the uh, yelling uh, that occurred every time I was on my feet, including uh, non-stop gestures. Liberal Party should be very careful here about giving lectures to anybody else about the treatment of women. Uh, And uh, if you look at Susan in the Parliament, look behind her, it just looks like Dad's army. Uh, Susan stands out like a cocktail bar in the Sahara in that party. Our Labor says if the Liberal Party is serious about the treatment of women, well, then they should get more women into the parliament. Sally? All right. Thank you very much. Jen Beshwali reporting from Canberra this morning. More revelations are expected at the New South Wales Parliamentary Inquiry into the John Barillaro job inquiry. It resumed this morning after Trade Minister Stuart Ayres resigned on Tuesday night. First up was Mr Barillaro's former Chief of Staff, who said he never expressed any interest to her about the New York Post. Had I had reason to believe at any time that any steps or actions taken relating to the State Trade and Investment Commissioners would benefit Mr Barillaro personally, I would have no issues escalating the matter and, if necessary, make representations to the appropriate independent bodies. Today's session will also hear from Investment New South Wales Managing Director Kylie Bell. Australia's major ports face disruption today as wharfies walk off the job over a pay dispute. Unions claim employers fits a towage is seeking to slash workers' pay almost in half. The dispute involves an employment agreement with tugboat workers that expired in 2019. Spitzer reportedly plans to move workers back to award wages. The stop work action ranges from four hours in Sydney to a 24-hour strike in Brisbane and Melbourne. Multiple people have been injured in a crash in Sydney's southwest this morning. Four cars collided on Brinjelli Road at Leppington shortly after 8.30. Seven people needed hospital treatment, among them two children. Traffic quickly banked up as emergency crews cleared the wreckage and treated the injured. Police are investigating if a medical episode was to blame. A car has crashed into a house on Victoria's Mornington Peninsula. Emergency services were called to Mount Martha just before 10 o'clock last night to find the car had ploughed straight through a fence and into the property. The driver, a man in his 40s, was taken to hospital for treatment. His teenage passenger wasn't hurt and no one inside the home was injured. A popular ADHD treatment is the latest product to fall victim to the supply crunch. Ritalin is in short supply across the country, families struggling to get their hands on the drug as it's wiped from the shelves. The TGA is reporting shortages of antidepressants and blood pressure medication as well. Australia's won more gold medals in Birmingham, including in the men's discus, with victory to Matt Denny and backing up from marathon, Madison De De Rosario won gold in the 1,500-metre wheelchair race. Hugh Whitfeld has more. A thrilling night on the track and in the field for Australia. Four medals across three disciplines, led by Matthew Denny. The Queenslander was never really threatened in the discus. Two personal best throws securing gold. He's going to get the gold medal. Can he improve on that further and make a further statement? Attempt six for Matthew Denny.
on its way, gives it everything, gives it a roar. It's going to be out there, it's going to be out there, he loves it. It's been a barrage in Birmingham for Matthew Denny. Yeah, it was good to come out and be consistent and, and get those performances that I wanted and yeah, to get uh, six rows to all win was really awesome. Denny lapped it up, taking off down the track where earlier Madison Di Rosario made history. The first Australian to win four Paragold medals at the Commonwealth Games, backing up her marathon win here in Birmingham inside the main stadium, taking out the 1500 metre wheelchair race. Compatriot Angie Ballard claimed silver. My main goal um, coming off the start line was don't get stuck in front. Um, so that was 1,500 metres of it not going to plan. Um, but no, I, I think there was, there was a moment in there where you kind of just had to commit to the position that you're in and, and that's what that was. Sarah Edmiston took up Parasport just five years ago. Tonight she's a Commonwealth Games silver medalist at 46 and a grandmother second in the Paradiscus event with plenty more medal chances for the Aussies here still to come. Thank you very much, Hugh. And Prince William arrived in style in Birmingham today. The Duke of Cambridge travelled by chopper to the Commonwealth Games and he flew himself. He had a very special co-pilot with Princess Charlotte coming along for the ride. William, who previously served as a Royal Air Force search and rescue pilot, executed a perfect landing. Kate, meanwhile, took the train to Birmingham.